0: Awesome. Okay, I'm gonna hang up.
1: Okay,
2: hang okay up. Bye.
0: Yeah. bye. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. How
2: are you guys? Great.
0: Good. I'm really glad that this worked out, and I think that this is gonna be the best because I've um had many like video call situations at work, and Google is pretty good. Oh, that's yeah. as cool. far as like sound goes, and connection. I think.
3: Yeah, you look pretty high def.
0: Yeah, you do. Good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You guys look pretty backlit. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. have open curtains behind us so that you can't see how Sunday morning we look.
3: It's because uh, <laughs> we're going for like, um, you know, like where someone like confesses something, but they're not allowed to speak freely. So they're like dark shadow. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know?
0: yeah. We're uh, undercover informant or something. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, well... Um, Hey everyone, I'm Harper.
3: I'm Jonathan.
0: And this is Hawkeyes.
3: <laughs> Authentic knowledge and feelings. I
4: feel it, I feel it.
3: Okay, yeah, I know
4: where you're going with this. You want a little cliff that makes everybody laugh and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead it's like, ooh. But I'm really not funny. No,
0: no, no, We should have a podcast. What? <laughs> okay. And you heard her voice already. Uh, we're joined again by our dear beloved friend Lauren Brestahan. Hey, Lauren. Hi, guys. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna just actually turn you up a smidgen because I think you're a little quiet. All right. Um. How are you? All right. We already did that. Um. <laughs> so we talked about. We're talking about Alias.
3: Yeah. And and uh, we had to bring the Alias expert on.
2: Yeah. I'm so excited. I rewatched all of season two up to that episode just for this podcast.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Um, yeah. So I think you had shown us the series, like the pilot yeah. before. Yes. Um, so I was sort of, and I, you know, Alias is a pretty large cultural touchstone for a lot of people. So I was pr- familiar with like the basic concept of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give us a, 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 just a synopsis of what Alias is about for us?
2: Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, Jennifer Garner plays Sydney Bristow and, like, so much pilot that you guys saw, but, or, did both of you see it or just Harper?
3: I think I saw it, too. I think too. we both
0: saw it, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and she thinks that she's working for the cia and she's like this badass spy and then she finds out in the pilot when she so she's engaged and she confesses to her or she really wants to tell her fiance before they get married the truth about like who she is and what she does and so she does even though it's technically against the rules of her secret job um because she thinks she's working for a secret branch of the cia and then he is killed because she told him and her phones are tapped. And so then she kind of realizes, like, if this was the real CIA. I don't think they would actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then, yeah, she figures out she's not really working for the CIA. And she goes on this rogue mission to, uh, like, I don't know, find some artifact or something and then takes it to the real cia and is like i want to turn myself in and become a double agent and take down sd6 and sloan who's the ron rifkin the head of sd6 who killed my fiance and in that whole process she finds out that her dad victor garber who she thought sold airplane parts um also works at sd6 so then she's like oh my god he's A bad guy, but then once she turns herself into the CIA, she finds out he's also a double agent. Wow.
0: So
3: much plot. That's yeah, Yeah. that's a
0: lot. (laughs)
2: Um, so then from there on out, like it's the two of them being double agents for the CIA and also for SD six and trying to take them down from the inside.
3: Bring your daughter to work day.
0: (laughs) Yes. So wait, is the SD6 different from whatever the Alliance or whatever this group is acting in this episode of Alias that we watched? So we learned from uh,
2: Michael Vartan slash Michael Vaughn. (laughs) (laughs) I love when people have, like, the exact same name as their character. (laughs) Like Tony Danza.
0: (laughs) Wait, which one's Michael Vaughn? Is he the the new guy that she's into?
2: Yes. Okay. Um, He's her handler who Mm -hmm. she meets in the first episode and she thinks that he's like just some CIA suit who really doesn't know like shit about SD6 and like all the stuff she knows because she actually like goes on missions and whatever and he's just like works in at the CIA um and so then she like brings him all this information about SD6 and has a full plan on how to take them down within like a month <laughs> um, from the inside and he just kind of looks at her and is like okay well i understand but actually SD6 is just one cell of a larger organization called the alliance that we're trying oh. to do. So there's 12 it's SD1 SD2 SD3 through 12 wow so then she's like oh shit this is like a longer thing than i thought because her goal is to just take down sd6 and quit and become like an english teacher
3: (laughs) (laughs) and then she realizes she's gonna be in it for multiple seasons
2: yep exactly (laughs) um because, like, the whole first... One of my favorite things is that, like, the whole first season, she's still technically in grad school. And they'll, like, not talk about it for, like, five episodes. And then she'll, like, finish some miss- mission and they'll be, like, casually talking to her dad and be like, actually graduate tomorrow.
3: <laughs> Classic Riverdale move.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so, a little more setup for this episode that I think is important
1: mm-hmm.
2: is that when i rewatched it i realized that like so the episode right before this ethan hawk one is a huge episode it's like um and i know this from watching the special features on my dvds many many times <laughs> that it was this episode that aired right after the super
0: bowl one year uh-huh yeah i saw that that was a big deal
2: yeah so that- Episode thirteen, season two, episode thirteen is like a huge one where they take down SD Six. Um, the which has been the goal since the pilot, mm-hmm. um, and and she finally gets with Michael with Vaughn. They finally make out, and then also um, I wrote it down. <laughs> oh yeah, like her partner at SD Six, Dixon finds out everything like she's been keeping secrets from him this whole time, which is really heartbreaking. Cause they're like best friends and partners. And she feels terrible lying to him, but also like, and not telling him that he's really working for the bad guys.
3: Oh, really oh man. Good. Drums.
2: <laughs> so he finally finds out everything when they like, he kind of helps them take down SD six. She finally has to tell him or whatever. And then, um, also, the episode before this is when, at the very end of it, her best friend and roommate, Francie.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw that in she the previously on. Yeah,
2: she her gets shot, and then there's a fake double version of her still masquerading as Francie. And then, like, the whole rest of the season is kind of about that. Mm. So, this Ethan Hawk episode is, like, a weird transition one between, like season one through now and then the rest of season two is like about fake Francie basically fucking everything up
0: interesting um <laughs> it? uh yeah it was weird this episode kind of felt like a bit of like a standalone like i yeah. didn't feel too yeah.
2: lost yeah, watching sure. it
0: even though clearly like some big shit had just gone down <laughs> i i felt like i could just watch this episode on its own and yeah. and that was fine So, to all you listeners out there, if you just want to see Ethan Hawke's one episode of Alias, go for it. It's
2: true.
3: And you get two for the price of one.
0: (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, yeah, let me, I guess I'll read like a synopsis of this episode or something, or?
3: I don't know, we could just go through it. Yeah, we could just, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) so at the beginning of the episode because you just
3: okay here's the thing i missed part of the beginning because you just started i did just start i was just like walking around doing stuff and you just started and i was like oh what are you watching like alias i'm like what (laughs) so
0: yeah so at the beginning of this episode it's like um a blonde woman and Ethan Hawke are in bed together. And the blonde woman is played by Olivia Dabo, who we know from The Velocity of Gary, which is another Ethan Hawke movie we've seen. Oh. And she's also a recurring uh, villain in Law and Order Criminal Intent, which is unrelated. Well, kind of related because Vincent D'Onofrio, who is part of the Ethan Hawke cinematic universe. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, yeah, that was fun to see the two of them acting together again. Um, yeah, and so... Basically, I think she's realized that he is not who he says he is. And she's trying to notify the CIA because she's also an agent. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, and so he's they've just had sex. They're in bed together. And he's like, I'm going to go shower. And then, uh, then she's e- like, she's trying to email them, but then she hears a noise and she grabs her gun and tries to like get him. But then he punches her in the face. Yeah, that was crazy. That was I've never crazy. seen Ethan Hawke do something like that. Yeah, that was wild.
2: Yeah, I haven't caught up on all of your episodes, but has he done any spy work so far? No,
0: I would say no, the closest thing closest is like Training stranger, Day. Yeah,
3: yeah. Where he plays like a. Yeah. S- occasionally under no just a cop just plays a cop yeah
1: rookie
0: For cop action-y, though. yeah that is actually yeah it is. yeah yeah so. he definitely he, like he takes down two guys yeah in yeah, one yeah. time yeah. by himself and he fights
3: Denzel and gets his ass kicked
0: <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> I gotta see that movie
0: yeah you do it's really <laughs> it's, good, it's yeah. good yeah it's um it's my number two Ethan Hawk movie right now nice yeah yeah what's number one before sunrise
2: oh yeah 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 yeah
3: yeah I was where he really. Julie Delpy. Yeah. <laughs> that big fight scene between them. Yeah, where on, she on, on the uh... on the carousel.
0: Mm-hmm. And she kicks out his leg from underneath him. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> and he's like
3: dangling off the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she like stomps on his fingers. A
0: classic fight scene. Yeah.
2: yeah. A twist on the Notebook.
0: Oh yeah. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true.
0: Um, I'm trying to see who plays. Do you know who plays? Um, this is totally out of order. But do you know who plays? Uh, sydney bristow's um roommate she looks so familiar to me yeah
2: Marin dungy or dungy i don't know how you say
0: mm.
2: it it's like m-e-r-r-i-n i think yeah um and she's like great in oh the rest
0: of the she's in big little lies that's why i know her She's oh. the cop. She's the cop in Book of Oh the Lies. my gosh.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's okay. so fun. Yeah, she'll be Francie to me forever. Mm-hmm. That's so fun.
0: Oh, and she's also in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's Terry Crews' wife in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. So she's been in a bunch of things I've seen, I guess. That's cool. Because,
2: um, yeah, do we see... What did I write down here? Oh, I was going to say about the beginning of this episode, like, alias constantly really really loves to do the thing which i also love where in the cold open like you start in the middle of some story where you have no idea what's going on Uh and then it goes back and like fills in the holes i love i love that (laughs) i always will it's my favorite
0: nice yeah it's it's a good um setup Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so after he punches her um he uh bundles a bunch of explosives around her body and then sets her out in the middle of Berlin um and then he and then all the you know the police and the whatever like german agencies come in and then he's in the phone booth pretty close by and he um has her sing pop goes the weasel which is pretty spooky yeah yeah, yeah. it's a
2: horrifying scene i feel like yeah
0: yeah i really wasn't expecting that i don't know i wasn't expecting Yeah, I just, I don't know what I was expecting, but not that.
3: Yeah, I saw her, and I was like, oh, she's going to blow up. Yeah. Because, like, you put her early on enough. You Mm -hmm. know, if this was, like, the middle, oh, like, maybe they could save her. Mm -hmm. But you put her right in the beginning, it's like, nah, she's going to blow up right now. Yeah. And she does. And she goes,
2: pop. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: But it's, like, really twisted to make her (laughs) sing that. Yeah, Yeah, it it is. Blow her up. I don't
0: know. Yeah, and he's like he's in an earpiece in her ear, and he's telling her like it's okay, you'll you'll be fine if you just do what I say, and then she's not fine. She's yeah. most certainly not fine.
3: Yeah. Have you guys seen? A f- is it payphone or phone booth? Phone booth. Phone booth.
0: I think. No, oh, is it payphone? It's payphone. I don't know. I don't know. Isn't it, Whatever. It, okay. Colin Farrell is in a payphone.
3: Payphone. Parentheses. Phone booth. Yeah. Starring. Yeah. <laughs> <It's fine, dude.
4: laughs>
3: starring Colin Farrell. I just remember Colin Farrell being in a phone booth and like, yeah. there's like an a, a, assassin with a sniper like pointed at him and mm-hmm. he's like you have to do what I say or whatever.
0: Yeah, I know it's I've definitely movie, seen it, but it was movie. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah.
2: same. I think I was like a kid or it was just like on TV or something. Yeah, so
3: that's how I watched it.
0: Mm-hmm. I have
2: hazy memories of it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of those movies that would have been on TNT a lot. You know?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... So one other thing about, at the beginning, so then after, so he, like, knocks her out or whatever, and then we hear him talking to, and if you're a regular viewer, you recognize his voice, and it's Sloane.
0: Mm-hmm. Who um, I know from Brothers and Sisters, as he yes. saw on Brothers and Sisters, and Patricia Wedig is also in the show, she was also on Brothers and Sisters, there's a lot of, and also... The director of this episode of Alias is Ken Olin, who's Patricia Weddig's husband, and he was also in. He was he's an actor too, and he was in the show Thirty Something with Patricia Wedig. Um, that was a show that my mom made me watch every episode of. We had like all the DVDs. We watched all of it, even though it was like from the late '80s or something. And um, and so yeah, I've weirdly just watched all of this for like random show from the late '80s, early '90s with Ken Olin, uh, who directed this, and he also directed. <laughs> White Fang too. Oh my gosh! Uh, what is it? Myth of the White Myth Wolf. Myth of the White Wolf. Yeah. yeah.
3: Myth of the White Savior.
0: Myth of the White Savior. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. That's fun. is
2: he? Wait, you said he was married to someone. He's married to Patricia weddig Okay.
0: Yeah. You yeah. you like I'm an encyclopedia.
2: Lena... Lena olin's on this show too. Oh, She's okay. Like, um, spoiler. Can I tell you who she plays? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she plays Sydney's mom. Spoiler alert: She's also a spy, but a <gasps> KGB spy. Wow! KGB. Her whole marriage to Victor Garber was like a spy sham.
0: Oh wow!
2: Yeah, so it's complicated.
0: So <laughs> is just like... KGB still
3: around?
2: No, no, but like she was, so oh, like okay. she married him as a spy, like oh, I see. the American mm-hmm. situation.
3: So now it's um, yeah, in the Americans
0: they were both KGB spies,
3: right? Because I think now it's called the FSB. I think, but I think Uh, the KGB like was like the Soviet Union era mm -hmm. name, and then they transitioned to a a robust democracy. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Hope my microphone doesn't explode or something. Yeah. Um, And now it's called the FSB.
2: But yeah, so like. The other greatest thing about this show is the season finale twists are insane, Mm -hmm. and the season one one um, finale was that um, she gets like, Cindy gets captured by someone and tied up on a chair, and then you know the boss comes in to like interrogate her or whatever, and you don't see who it is, and then um, she just goes, "Mom." And then, <gasps> and then whoever that person is shoots her at end of
0: season oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: That's well,
0: yeah they know how to you know J.J. Abrams knows how to get you coming back for more he really does <laughs> Yeah. Um, that uh, sounds a lot like with the, the mom the, the parents being spies thing reminds me a lot of Scandal where mm. uh, Kerry Washington's dad is part of like a secret CIA group called like MS-15 or something and it turns out that her mom was also a spy, but like a, like a, a different organization. And so then he ends up like imprisoning Carrie uh, Washington's mom for like a long time. It's it's a really weird <sighs> dynamic, and he just keeps visiting her in the secret CIA prison.
3: Yeah, it's a I nutty
0: show. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, because
2: other than this one Ethan Hawke episode, like a lot of the season is like her mom after she shoots her at the end of season one walks into the cia and says she wants to turn herself in so then like most of season two is like sydney and victor garber going in and talking to her mom and like using her for information but also trusting her not trusting her having personal moments but then like is she gonna betray us and it's like
1: yeah
2: wow so good and i love lena olin
0: Um anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um well, Jonathan what happens next in this episode?
3: Well, it's a good thing I took notes.
0: Yeah, me too. I definitely also took notes. <laughs> <laughs> um some good improv.
3: Thank you. I should be a Foley person. Artist. Yeah, Foley yeah. artist. Um so he they capture him, right? No. Oh, uh
2: no. <laughs> Not at all It happens. <laughs> they...
3: Oh. They send them to Mexico, right? Sorry. <laughs> right? They send them to Mexico?
0: Um, so it... Okay. It's complicated because they... Pay, oh, yeah, yeah. So... He's, I mean, she
3: like walks out of the water.
0: Yeah, Sydney Bristow walks out of the water like she's Halle Berry in Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, and uh, which is
3: also a reference to an older James yeah, Bond movie. Yeah. yeah, but
0: I'm my I'm not very James Bond literate. Okay. Like I've seen uh, probably most of them, but I just can't remember any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah so then she walks out of the water and then she like seduces this guy that works for this uh organization that's creating a project Heli- helix thing which yeah. is a big secret thing that they're looking into yeah and um, yeah
2: yeah so it's like after blonde spy cia lady explodes they get information that her partner lennox i forget mm-hmm. his first
0: name. jim
2: Jim. Yeah, it's like James, but
3: then they call him Jim, and it's like, he's not a Jim. He's a James.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, is being held captive in Cayo which I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, like, go to rescue him, and then she does the pool thing, which is fun. And then, um, which they like to do a lot. Well, like, the most fun thing about the show, kind of, is, like, all of her different outfits and aliases. Mm-hmm and her wigs and the different like covers that she plays and she's like constantly speaking different languages mm-hmm. I love
0: it oh my gosh yeah when she was okay so um when the whole uh Olivia Dabo getting blown up thing was happening they try to connect her to like the German agency that's on the scene and so she's speaking German until she gets handed over to this one guy and he's like I speak English and it was like (laughs) well that's convenient
2: (laughs) (laughs) but also I think a lot of Germans do speak like perfect yeah true but um yeah super fun I also um there's also like a new girl just randomly this one day in Seoul, and so only the time we ever see her. Oh really? Who's really? Up- yeah, who's I think so. I mean, I guess we see her in the rest, rest of this episode again, but mm-hmm. not in any other one I don't think. But she like gets really upset and starts crying and then <laughs> yeah, Sydney comforts her in the bathroom. But um which was like kind of cliché, but I also kind of appreciated it in that like, people are constantly getting killed on this show, so mm-hmm. I think they're, like, trying to be like, no, it's really sad this time. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, back to the pool, and then there's, like, that creepy guy in his pleated pants just follows, so, like, oh, yeah. can you imagine, like, you're just getting out of the pool in the bikini and casually putting on high heels?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <I know, laughs> that, that was wild. A mess. And then, yeah also she didn't like dry off at all like she was yeah. just like dripping
3: and she just steps onto her shoes <laughs> which it's like, oh. I know
0: was supposed to be like sexy but like that just I you'd like you slip would in your shoes that. yeah
2: yeah. Um, yeah and then he just like gets up and follows her like that is so creepy <laughs> um, and then but then surprise in the tent is um Vaughn instead of Sydney and mm-hmm. she's like hi um and then she like takes him down and they inject him
0: with something
3: yeah they're like oh it's like some. yeah
0: you'll have a heart attack within the hour if you don't do what we say yeah out there and if you do then we'll inject you with the antidote yeah if you don't
2: tell us how to find ethan hawk right now
0: yeah
3: i was kind of hoping that that was going to be like uh just like a classic like sleight of hand thing where it's or just, like, some good old-fashioned cloak-and-dagger work where it's not actually poisonous, that mm-hmm. they're just, like, fucking with him, and then they would reveal, like, later on, like, oh, this wasn't poisonous at all, and then he'd be like, ah, huh, gotcha. But it turns out that it was, because yeah. they knock him out, and then they inject him with the antidote. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, these CIA, or whatever they are, yeah. guys are not so bad. They <laughs> no, but
0: Yeah, I mean, but they, like, endangered his life first. like. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not great.
3: No, it's not. Yeah, but yeah, I, I that's like they, what I was hoping for. Mm, but
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I
2: feel like they definitely could have done the sleight of hand way, and it still would have worked.
3: Yeah, like, exactly.
2: It wouldn't need to be a real poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then they go find.
0: They sp- Jim. yeah <laughs> they split up, and like Vaughn goes to yeah. download the information about the project from the computer, uh, and then uh, Sydney Bristow goes to get uh, goes to save Ethan Hawke gym and yeah, um, have
2: some, like needles put, put in his eyes which is pretty freaky yeah that was
0: gross um, but then he couldn't see anything so then she like uh, and she like looked and she like smelled whatever they had on the counter <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she's like they used a, this kind of acid you're like I'm gonna cover your eyes or else you'll go blind and so um, so she covers his eyes with bandages so that he doesn't he's not exposed to the light and then and she takes him out but he can't see anything cuz his eyes are covered and then she's like fighting off all of these people and then he undoes those bandages and then like gets a gun off of someone and then like saves her but like risking his eyesight which is pretty pretty wild yeah yeah and it reminded me of um uh minority, minority report. report yeah yeah which has come up a lot on this podcast it sure has i'm yeah. really glad that you made me watch it <laughs> because uh now it's a reference point for me yeah but yeah because there's that whole thing where he gets the eye transplant and he's not supposed yeah, he to uncover his eyes, keeps eyes covered, yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and he's in that gross apartment yeah. Oh God. that's such an that scene is so yeah. bad oh man <laughs> anyway have you seen minority report nope
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's I, it's, it's yeah it was
0: better than i expected wow yeah no
2: offense no, fine. I feel like I gotta just to keep listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, then they take they go back to the CIA headquarters, I think.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, they're on the plane. Oh yeah. The plane. Oh yeah, and then they have like a uh, like Sydney and Ethan Hawke have a moment. Did you just turned me down.
3: Yeah, I did. Yeah, you were. Okay. Peeking. <laughs>
0: okay um <laughs> they have a moment uh where oh now i feel crazy because i'm so much quieter
3: okay keep Just going Just a little
0: bit yeah um yeah they have like a moment where he's like talking about he says something about how it's like hard uh it became hard for his partner to keep track of the identities and she's like yeah i think that was during that scene right
3: uh, that was when later when they were in, when they, in the safe house she, yeah. yeah, they go to the safe house and she like goes to see him. He's sitting there like drinking, uh-huh. and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, classic. I don't know. And then
2: yeah, that's where I wrote down the most Ethan Hawke line. I think is what does he say? I wrote it down somewhere. He says, "Be aware, beware of the grieving man and his bottle."
0: Oh yeah, that's really <laughs> good. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Which I think definitely could have been ad
0: <laughs> yeah know. I yeah, I could see him uh pulling that out i'm um I'm reading his second novel right now mm-hmm. uh it's a, it's it's interesting, as interesting <laughs> as the first one, I would say, um no, it's different, that's different, but yeah, there are so many lines kind of in that in that vein that deeply ethan Hawke, uh like tragic uh uh hasn't uses drugs and alcohol to like self-medicate and also uh i don't know anyway um yeah, yeah tragic tragic man vibes yeah.
3: and then she shares with him like a bit about herself where she's like oh i lost my fiance, or whatever oh, yeah true yeah.
0: but are we skipping way ahead to the is this on the plane still
3: no this is in the apartment Yeah I think
0: we should go back oh, to the plane okay. though Because I think stuff happens between the plane and the safe house Yeah, yeah gotcha,
2: I think on gotcha. the plane Well instantly Vaughn is like Yeah I don't see any signs of PTSD And I was like are you qualified <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: True
3: Yeah she wants to trust him And yeah. Vaughn's a little more suspicious mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like no he's been through so much Like he confessed to me like His <laughs> his wife Like is so sad <laughs> And then he's the dude is rightfully like, uh I don't know. You know. But then it turns out that they're both right, I guess, because spoiler, there's two Ethan Hoggs. <gasps> and the one on the plane is
0: it's the, this is the is the good
3: the good Ethan one, Hawk, right?
2: Yeah. It is, yeah, it turns out they were with the right one the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, the the reason why there's two Ethan Hugs, okay, so um Also, they, like, uh, take, like, Ethan Hawke's statement after the whole thing, I think, the CIA, and so they're all kind of questioning him, and then there's this really good uh, part at the end where they're, like, satisfied with all of his answers, and then at the end, they're like, do you have anything else to add? And then he's like, she was my fiancé, and then he, like, walks away. (laughs) It's pretty, yeah. Yeah. But the whole time, you really don't trust him, because you saw him detonate the thing, you know? Yeah, you sure did. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um... Yeah, man. What else? <laughs> what happens? I think then the safe house happens. Oh, and then when they're at the safe house, and she brings some groceries, which yeah. is, is so sweet. It's very <laughs> nice. I don't think that would at all be her job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but then they're bonding about how they both lost fiancés, and then the CIA, some CIA dudes. No, come but in before
0: to- that, he tries. He tries to, to her. kiss her. He kisses her. They yeah. really do kiss yeah. for like kind yeah, of a, a couple seconds. Yeah, Yeah.
3: And she's like, no no, no,
0: Yeah, and I was like, Ethan Hawke, no, don't do yeah. this. Yeah. It was yeah. a weird move. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. He was grieving. Whatever. We can move on.
2: He <laughs> was really sad and wanted to not feel sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then some CIA dudes come in to arrest him. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and tries to, like, beat him up. So, okay.
3: yeah he does beat them up uh yeah oh, no he, he takes, takes them both them down, down yeah. and then
0: he's like sydney go and then she she starts to go like she's leaving and then she kicks out his leg yeah, yeah, yeah. um and then like tackles him yeah <laughs> it's very good
3: how much like on a regular basis hand-to-hand combat is there in the show because just based on this episode it seems like there's a lot
2: every episode yeah. yes wow every, every episode there's like Sort of the formula is that there's always at least one sort of mission where it's like action, you know, Mm -hmm. like an action, a spy action thriller for a small portion. And then there's like the longer running storyline that's more like about like her and her fam, weird family.
3: Right, (laughs) right.
2: Her and Vaughn and like her and her roommates and her and Bradley Cooper, who's not in the episode, which is a bummer.
3: Yeah, that's too bad.
0: What's her relationship to Bradley Cooper? Is he he's in school with her or something? Um, n-
2: they were just good friends. Um, he's not related to the CIA at all, except in the beginning, he's a reporter. Mm. So then when her fiance gets murdered, yeah, like, a- assassin style, he's like, I'm going to look into this. <laughs> 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 I'm a reporter, and I'm naturally really curious and think this is fucking weird. Um, also, because, like, every time he wants to talk to Sydney about it, she kind of just shuts him down and doesn't want to talk about it because she knows what happened and why and that if he looks into it like it could be really dangerous um so he's constantly wanting to like get to the bottom of like who killed her like fiance and she's like no it's fine I don't care and he's like (laughs) (laughs) so anyways he like gets to the bottom of it and it's a problem Um, And then, basically, he has to be taken on a mission with her. And that's how he, like, finds out that she's a spy and all this stuff. And it's, like, insane but really fun. Because, like, he's one of the only, like, comedic elements in the show, is Bradley Cooper's character. Mm -hmm. Um, But then it, like, really changes his whole life. Like, they have to make up this... I think he writes a story about SD6 and publishes it, so then they have to, like, inject him with heroin.
0: Oh, jeez.
2: He has to confess publicly that the whole thing was just a thing he made up, and, like, loses his job, his, like, whole existence and life, and it's really sad. Wow. (laughs) For a while, he's, like, can't even, he's just, like, working as a dishwasher, and it's rough. That's fucked Um, up. But, they can now be honest with each other. (laughs) (laughs) Not at least there's that. Yeah. Like the main thing is that like he's kind of always been in love with her, but not vice versa. Um, so that's like always a thing. But then by like mid season two, he actually randomly gets with Francie. Mm. The episode four gets killed. Wow. So then for the rest of the season he's dating fake Francie and it's really upsetting and Oh jeez. I know. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and he's the comedic relief
2: <laughs> yikes yeah well because like so then eventually like bond helps him like he uses him for research on the side kind of to like help him make some money because like the CIA kind of ruined his life um and he's like really broke and can't get a job and um And so he slowly, like, builds trust, and turns out he's, like, a really great researcher, so they end up hiring him as just, like, an analyst. Oh, Um, nice. And... Where was I going with this? Shit. (laughs) 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 I totally forgot. It was related.
4: Mm Hmm...
2: I don't know oh yeah so anyway so he he becomes more involved so there's like weird tension between like bradley cooper and vaughn and Mm. and then like i think in the episode after this ethan hawk one like there's a part where um like vaughn stays the night and then in the morning like bradley cooper's also there because she lives with francie and it's just the two of them in the kitchen alone in the morning it's really funny (laughs)
0: i feel like jj abrams loves a love triangle you know like that and then um you know classic jack kate sawyer Mm -hmm. um but also like kate sawyer juliet also like everyone's kind of entangled and lost and then um in fringe with uh peter and real olivia and fake olivia
3: there was a fake
0: there's an alternate well there's an alternate universe and she comes and she takes uh the place of our real olivia um for a while for like a season and so like he has these two very kind of different relationships with each olivia Mm -hmm. it's pretty bonkers yeah um i'm trying to Yeah. also felicity i didn't watch that show but i know that's a thing
3: i'm trying to use
2: what what there's an alternate universe person No, in not in Felicity, a uh, 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 love triangle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. That's a good one. Oh, Joel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just reminiscing. Um, Yeah, but I like Bradley Cooper's character on here a lot. And then it's really fun how they, like, worked him in to be somewhat involved in the missions and stuff. So, like, now every once in a while he'll get to come in and, like do a debrief thing to the team and, like, explain some political situation they're about to enter. (laughs) Or, like... And then I think not until, like, season four, but there's one where he, for some reason, has to go on a mission with Sydney again. And it was one of my all-time favorite... (laughs) 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 They play, like, British rock stars.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
2: Bradley, they go into this hotel, like, with all this, like... A rock star bravado or whatever and he just walks up to the desk to like check in and he just goes i'm here she's here we made it <laughs>
1: <laughs> so oh
3: funny. my god
0: oh wow I mean, yeah even... <laughs> Right, so we're talking about this Ethan Hawke episode. Okay, so like the real crux of this episode is that there's this technology that makes it so that um, you can take someone's DNA and change your own DNA to be like someone else's so that you end up looking the same as them, so like a double. And this is what's happened with Ethan Hawke, so that's why there's two of him running around because there's the real Jim and then there's Dr. whatever his name was, I can't remember the markovic. evil doctor oh yeah dr markovic the evil doctor classic who, evil doctor name yeah classic um who has mm-hmm. taken his form his shape
3: i like how even though he's yeah. an evil doctor they respect him enough to always refer to him as doctor yeah like true. they never just call him markovic <laughs> they're always like dr markovic it's like, all right well <laughs> you guys are clearly very you know respectful very
2: true. yeah um, also the name of the episode is double agent which yeah. is like is literally a double. Mm-hmm. But then also, I just realized on this viewing that this is the first episode where Sydney's not a double agent. There's like a part at the beginning where like Bond picks her up oh, from yeah. her apartment, and it's like the first time he's ever been able to just like go to her house and pick her up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cute. And then they're kind of talking about how she's not a double agent anymore, and she can just walk in through the front door and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
3: <laughs> and then you see her roommate in that scene, and she's like being all like,
2: Ooh, I'm suspicious.
0: Yeah, she looked so, she looked like a robot. Like, yeah. very suspicious.
2: Yeah, I think she does like a pretty good job, though. There's other parts where, like, because um, normal Francie was like super warm and fun and like just like friendly. Mm hmm. But I don't know. I think she does a pretty good job of being like slightly different than normal Francie, mm-hmm. but still, like there are times where she's just talking to her on the phone, and it still sounds like normal Francie. She's like, "Okay, well, great. Well, don't worry about it. Bye." <laughs> huh. I don't
1: know. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and she's that's. I think that they they're kind of setting that up that she's the because they reveal that that two people that they've used the double the helix whatever thing mm-hmm. on two people before um mm-hmm. and, and you will know that one of them is ethan hawk and then jennifer garner's like oh who's the second one and they're like
2: it doesn't say yeah and then it cuts straight to francie yeah yeah so and she's
0: yeah and she's like putting in the like recording device in the vcr on the yeah. tv in, yeah, in her yeah. bedroom
2: so upsetting
0: yeah so they get all that that sweet sydney bristow porn
2: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so they like go um sydney and ethan hawk go to destroy the yeah in poland project in poland in a train yard yeah
3: yeah i just like that it's just like it says poland and then you see this like desolate looking industrial wasteland you are like you know i'm sure the tourism board of poland didn't like that as much as like the mexico tourism board where it's just like fun and sun
0: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but then they're going and i thought it was kind of interesting the technology that they were using to like spot so there were five guards at this train yard and so they were using like i guess like radio technology to spot them because they all would have had like radio uh I don't know, like head oh. uh, headpieces.
3: Yeah, big thing about radio because he, earlier in the episode she called, when she's talking to the uh, agent in Berlin yeah. she says, oh, turn off your radios because it could cause, it it could could, cause yeah, somehow interfere yeah. with the thing. And he's like, we already did, and I speak English. Bye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of fun fake technology and stuff on this show. Um, it's great very james or like batman kind of uh-huh. like every time like um their character named marshall who's also not in this um who's like the gadget guy uh-huh. and he's super nerdy and he's the one who's like here's your lipstick that's really
0: oh yeah uh poison
2: or whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: uh, yeah it's like and, it's like q branch in uh in yeah. James Bond.
0: yeah or like in totally spies which was uh, an animated series about three high school girls that mm-hmm. were spies at Beverly Hills High School. Yeah. yeah. They always had, they had like compact mirrors. They always had cosmetics that were like spy t- nice. spy tools. Yeah. Like well, Sailor Moon, kind of. Yeah. There's, well,
3: there's a thing that I like from Skyfall where they're like, you know, sexual tension, Ben Whishaw and uh, oh, yeah. Daniel Craig.
1: Big time. And
3: he gives him, they're like sitting in a museum and he gives him like the tools that from Q Branch and he opens it up and it's like a gun and a radio. And it's, like, a tiny little radio, like, a distress radio. And James Bond's, like, oh, not really, you know. Like, this is, like, the cutting-edge technology. It's just a gun and a radio. And Ben Whishaw's, like, oh, what did you expect? An exploding pen. We don't really do that anymore. And it's, like, ooh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sassy. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so, yeah. So, they take out all the guards. But then it turns, and they... Oh, but before that, they had done, like, a retinal scan on Ethan Hawke after oh, yeah. his eyesight came back because yeah. they had some bad information from that download in, in Mexico where um uh that said that uh, the only way you could tell the difference between the original and the double is from doing a retinal scan.
3: Well, wasn't that... But didn't that turn out to be right? But because they scanned him and then it was him.
0: That's true, but then... um
3: because the bad Ethan Hawk calls and it's like, oh. Is like oh that I think that's bullshit." But like he would have a reason right. to say that because okay. he's actually the bad Ethan Hawk. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe the retinal scan thing actually did work. True. And okay. the bad Ethan Hawk was just being. I mean, I, I, there could be something in later episodes where he's actually right. But at least for the context of this episode, it does. I mean, you know, causation mm-hmm. yeah, correlation, yeah, yeah. but like it does. It is him. It
2: is him. It could still be fake, but I I definitely think it does come back in future episodes with, like, I don't know if it ever ends up happening on Francie, but I think there's another character after Francie that also gets doubled or tries to change their appearance or something. So I think it does come back, and I can't remember if the retinal scan is a thing for reals or not, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah. The kind of cool part is that, like, about this transitional episode is that like this one weird project does like affect kind of the rest of the season where like a lot of episodes like the weird thing they're trying to destroy is just in that one episode you know like they're just going to collect one random thing or piece of information about that specific mission and then it doesn't really tie into anything else in future Mm -hmm. but like this one's part of the larger like francy story Mm -hmm. right Which is cool. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, when they're in the train yard, Vaughn back at the office gets a call from the other Ethan Hawke. And he's like,
0: I'm real Lennox. The other
2: guy. And so then Sydney has to.
0: Uh, Wait, your connection's a little. Can you say that again? Um.
3: You're saying that he's, like, the the other Ethan Hawke is, like, driving in and he's, like, saying that I'm actually...
2: The real Lennox. So then Sydney has to try to disarm both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then later they'll figure out who's who. But the first Ethan Hawke breaks his wrist to get out of the handcuffs that she put him in. And then we get the classic... Ethan Hawk against Ethan Hawk
3: <laughs> yeah
0: that was really good. I liked that a lot. I yeah, had a fun good, time yeah. watching Ethan Hawk like do this show. yeah yeah it was fun
2: yeah uh, and then she, she's super smart um, her gun and then just blow up the thing and then the real Markovic's like no <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah he turns to shoot her. And then, and then, good then, Ethan Hawke shoots him. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Which I don't know if that was sanctioned, but he just went for
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's grieving. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you wear a man and his gun, you know, <laughs> 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 grieving.
0: So yeah, but, then they go back home, and uh, they give Ethan Hawke some time off from the CIA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then. Sydney Bristow makes a sexy pasta dinner for Vaughn and then they don't eat it. Winky yeah. face. Wink wink. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. where did so guys watch? Much. This episode
0: on, like on Amazon? Amazon.
2: Yeah. They changed the song.
0: And- <gasps> what? <It was laughs> I hate that.
2: Ready.
3: They changed the song at when when she's making in the, the pasta. Dinner.
0: Oh, so- because in, it was um who was not in the, I said it, oh, shoot.
3: You said um, uh, Image and Heap. Oh,
0: yeah, it was Image and Heap in the Amazon one. Mm, yeah, so originally it was Oh. <gasps> what? what song?
2: God put a smile oh, up on your wow. face. I looked it up because I was like, what is this song? This sounds wrong.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like a very different that's choice. That's so different, yeah. Because think... this was like like sexy trip hop, and that's yeah. like Coldplay. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. a good, I mean, it's a good, I like that song. Yeah, I like it I too, like but Quobly it's a little, song, like, like... It's a different vibe.
0: It is a different vibe.
2: That's yeah, interesting. I much prefer the Coldplay version, um, personally. Wow. I don't know. It was wow. just weird. I just thought it was way
0: better.
3: Yeah, no, that's interesting, because I really took note of the song mm-hmm. playing. I was yeah. like, oh, this feels, like, of the time, but it's not. It's not of the time. It's of a later time.
0: Yeah.
2: It's yeah.
3: so interesting. It
2: was pretty... Charming, <laughs> but yeah, so then um, they don't eat dinner, wink, wink, and then <laughs> but then it like goes to the camera and the TV in the bedroom, and then Francie's just watching them like a creep, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: and then it just ends, yeah, wow, alias, alias, yeah, alias. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> like, that's how the credits go.
0: um oh jonathan why don't you tell us about when you googled ethan hawk alias
3: oh yeah so i googled ethan hawk alias and it pulled up like a nickname for ethan hawk and it said goat just goat.
0: like
2: greatest of all time no No, like like capital
0: g lowercase o-a-t it wasn't like
3: parentheses or periods whatever yeah it wasn't an abbreviation just said goat and i was like i wonder where that came from maybe it's just like beard (laughs) i don't know in the (laughs) in the particular picture they pulled up he looked somewhat goat like Uh but i feel like that's not it i feel like it's not his appearance
0: yeah (sighs) Yeah, because he does do a little bit of like a scraggly soul patchy beard yeah yeah yeah, Yeah.
3: well when we have him on in a couple of weeks yeah we'll we'll ask him
0: uh, Amazing. a couple weeks (laughs) (laughs)
3: listen it's time it's ethan it's time come on yeah you've been holding out on us too long Never mind the fact that we haven't asked yet.
0: Yeah. Also, like, we're a pretty big deal. We have an average of 43.5 downloads per episode. So we're pretty famous. That's pretty good.
3: Yeah. That's like Richard Linklater numbers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's mean.
3: <laughs> oh, Rick. Oh.
0: Rick, we love you. Come on the show. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought it was a little dumb. <laughs> I gotta yeah. say, I thought this was a little silly.
0: Yeah, I feel like the the, the face doubling technology thing, which is too was much. so silly, but yeah. I did enjoy it.
3: Because like this is like this is kind of how I feel about like Mission Impossible movies, which I'm generally a big fan of Mission Impossible movies. The ones that are best, in my opinion, are the ones where it's like the technology they're using isn't actually that advanced, but they're just being clever about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes people, like, with spy stuff, they rely on this, like, totally unfeasible technology to sort of get out of doing, like, the actual legwork. Like, you know, one of the most famous scenes from Mission Impossible 1 is, like, he's, like... It's, like, a room that's temperature-controlled, right? To prevent anyone from going in. And he has, like, steal information from this room. Mm-hmm. And he like, repels down from the ceiling and he can't touch the floor Mm -hmm. and if he stays too long, the temperature in the room will go up and the alarms will go off. And it's, like, very tense and very good, but, like, there's nothing technologically there that's really...
1: Mm -hmm.
3: It's, like, very basic stuff. It's, like, oh, a a thermometer and, like, a sensitive floor. Like, there's nothing kind of that. But then there's some later movies, like, I think Ghost Protocol or whatever it's called, where they use, like, a lot of technology. And to me, it kind of puts me out of it because it's, like... I'd rather see them be clever than see them rely on technology that doesn't exist or can't exist. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I felt about this. I was like, oh, you know, it just, it just, I, I, I didn't, when they revealed that, like, uh, they, he, you can clone yourself, basically, I was kind of like, eh, like, I just, was, I just thought it was a little silly. I, I did enjoy the result, which was like seeing the two Ethan Hawks, like, go head to head. And that last scene in the train yard where they're, like, facing off, and she's like and she puts it together she's like you neither of you can put down your guns but if i put down mine then you know like that was clever and that that's exactly like goes to my point of like she was using her own ingenuity to like find a basically a common sense solution to this problem which is mm-hmm. that you know un unstoppable force immovable wall like she finds a way to work around that so i appreciated that but the like actual face swap uh, deep fake <laughs> Instagram yeah. filter technology that they were using, I, I wasn't as big on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of silly, silly stuff like that on the whole show, but I think it would be really hard, almost impossible to write, like, five seasons of Spy Show without having the the outs that fake technology gives you right. to, like, right. pick up shit. Like, that would be... You'd have to be, like, insanely genius to do that. Or, like, write the whole thing ahead of time.
3: (laughs) Right, right.
2: Because, like, the, like, main thing like that, that they're kind of going after the whole series is, like, there's a fake, like, Da Vinci character called Rimbaldi, who was like...
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> was
2: like, you know, like, 500 years ago, like, invented all this shit that's, like...
1: Oh, my god, Way ahead of
2: his time. So that's they're funny. constantly tracking, like, Rimbaldi artifacts that do crazy, impossible stuff. <laughs> but um, I just think... It's fun.
3: That's fun.
0: Yeah.
3: Rimbaldi. Rimbaldi. What a fun name.
0: Yeah, well, we were just on... um
3: Da Vinci. Yeah, code, you've yeah. got
0: Hanks talking about uh Angels and Demons, which is the sequel to The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So fun. But yeah.
2: And they like they really play with the like all the stuff with that. I don't know. I think it's super fun. Like there's a tattoo like hand symbol actually almost like right where my tattoo is. That <laughs> all the like Rimbaldi followers have and like
0: mm. Illuminati.
2: Exactly, it's like really deep, and there's all—it's really fun. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that kind—that
3: kind of stuff I like. I, I enjoy that kind of like secret society type plot lines and stuff. That's fun to
2: me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Lauren, I, did like,
0: you? What? Did you ever watch *Covert Affairs*? No. Mm, okay. It's fun. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fun because um, it's it's uh. F- cool woman's sp- well she's like not even that cool she's like woman spy uh, played by Piper Perabo and <laughs> she has a it's you know she like work, quote unquote works at the Smithsonian or whatever to her family thinks that her her sister and her sister's kids who she lives with and then but really she works for the CIA and um, she has a handler named Augie who ha- she has a romantic thing with it's a slow burn too it takes like three seasons for them to get together it's pretty good and um and then but a lot of the like the other agency that they um come into contact with a lot is Mossad because it's mm. like more contemporary than Alias right so like um it's uh yeah that that guy from Oded Fair from the Mummy and other things uh he's the Mossad agent who's he's like the hot Mossad agent that she. Uh, we all kind of, like, want them to, they have, like, a flirty thing, and you kind of want them to get together, but you kind of don't, because you want them to keep their, uh, you know, their rapport, and you also really want her to get with Augie.
3: Uh-huh. Anyway. I feel like there was a Mossad plotline in NCIS, there was. which is a show that I've watched, like,
0: Ziva, a lot of. Ziva yeah. is former Mossad, and I think her dad, like, runs Massad or something, uh, and um, so that comes up quite a lot in NCIS. Yeah. I've watched a lot of that, too. Yeah, I don't know why.
3: Yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, because it's yeah, on USA, but yeah. What's the USA's tagline? Uh, characters
0: characters welcome. welcome. Is that I said, it? Yes. No, TBS is... We're so funny, haha. <laughs> 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 I mean,
2: <it's> characters Welcome. <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah, uh, Sydney Bristow gets a... Um, like what's that called (laughs) a nemesis who's like another female spy who's like just as good as her but like Mm. works for the other side and it's um oh my god now i'm blanking on her name she got her own lawyer show just now
0: from all rise no she that's a Uh, no
2: from like the suits universe maybe oh oh
0: oh 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 uh Meghan Markle. She, no <laughs> um i know who you're talking about yeah it's called pearson the, Is new the show. last name torres or something yeah gina torres
2: yeah she was on uh, firefly yeah and she plays anna espinoza and she's like her she's always like running into her on missions and she's grabbing the thing right before sydney or whatever oh, fun <laughs> nice <laughs> um
3: god i love the show <laughs> <laughs> that's why we had to have you on yeah yeah well, i
1: loved it
0: <laughs> um jonathan do you have something to share with us
3: sure uh well i was thinking um this is not you know this is not the a plus assignment this is the night before assignment uh-huh. but I was looking at, um, the aliases of hawks.
0: Like, other names for hawks?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking, uh, what is... I was just wondering what hawk was in Spanish. Uh Uh-huh. And it's, uh, alcon, which sounds a lot like falcon. Uh Uh-huh. Which is cool. Um, but yeah, hawks and falcons get, um, kind of lumped together a lot of the time. So, even though they're different, um, genuses, um... But there are some other some some fun. Uh, the term hawk is often applied to other birds in the family Accipitridae, which is the family for hawks, such as kites, buzzards, and harriers, and sometimes extended to include certain members of the family, family Falconidae, falcons and caracas. Um, and then there was something. I had something about i lost it oh osprey yeah uh many falcons are known locally as hawks but have other more widespread common names example the sparrowhawk or kestrel the duck hawk or pear, pear falcon and the pigeon hawk or merlin
1: oh a fun that's nickname. cute
3: uh, another re- related species the fish hawk is better known by the name osprey so a lot of okay. these birds have sort of common probably like what a difference between like a scientist and a bird watcher would use probably mm-hmm. but so yeah
2: that's fun cute
3: and then i was when i was looking up n- names for hawks i stumbled on this buzzfeed article which was just a guy 21 oh great gosh. names for your pet hawk from one owner to another so if you're looking for a <laughs> nickname for your <laughs> hawk there were 21 names none of them were ethan hawk but there were a few uh sort of punny names there was uh wingo star um yeah. <laughs> wingona rider stephen hawking okay tony hawk yeah But they
2: didn't think of ethan jesus no
3: no i guess only one only one hawk uh obelisk the tormentor sure Edie falcon mm, that's funny yeah so there you go
0: i think i would
2: have to go mordecai nice just so good. We actually almost named Elvis Dumbledore Mordecai.
0: Wow! No. Yeah. Oh right.
3: wow! Oh my gosh, that's Hi, so Elvis. cute. He's you just so them. peaceful.
2: Yeah.
3: Despite all this podcast activity.
2: <laughs> yeah. You don't care.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <sighs> but yeah, it's a very fun guest star episode. I thought. Mm. Um.
3: Yeah, this is the first time we've talked about a, a TV, TV show. show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, he was also. So yeah, this is the first time he did a TV show, but he was in talks in 2010 too. I think I might have talked about this before on the Training Day episode, but Antoine Fu- uh, Fuqua. I can't. Remember, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think just Fuqua. Is Fuqua. Fine, yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, developed a show for Fox that was going to be uh, that was going to be starring Ethan Hawke, but that did not make oh, it to the air wow there's a pilot out there somewhere mm-hmm. somewhere they there did, is they did they did
3: make a training day show i think yeah they did i don't know is it still on no no okay yeah short-lived
0: short-lived yeah it happens yeah it was uh, like a white older cop and like a black young cop too. i
3: think it's hard to do i feel like it's hard to do anyway without denzel like it's just
0: yeah well they're making a movie now they're making a training day prequel movie or something really yeah, i think so or sequel prequel Pretty cool. prequel Pretty cool. yeah
4: cool
0: so but i don't think it's gonna have ethan hawk or denzel washington mm. okay i mean what would they do like do the face C, uh cg oh yeah yeah we don't true. want that we don't want that i don't want to see denzel like that yeah i know um yeah oh i thought it was funny so there's an entertainment weekly article from november 2002 like just prior to this episode airing uh where they were talking about this coming out and the way that they described ethan hawk was very funny to me um it says novel scribbling thespian ethan hawk will take a break from the literary life to pop up in a single episode of abc's alias in january
3: <laughs> that's really funny yeah that's so sassy
0: yeah it really is um but yeah this would have been about the time that he was right er, he was about to release um Ash Wednesday which is the book I'm reading right now.
3: Mhm. And which is the second book? Yeah. That's fun.
0: Yeah. So yep. yeah, I think that's really all I got on this. Yeah. Um Lauren, do you have any more thoughts or feelings?
2: Um, I have lots more thoughts and feelings just on Alias, but it's not really Ethan Hawke related.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do they
3: have a lot of guest stars on the show?
2: Yes, it's actually like kind of part of the formula. I feel like is that um, there's like a mission and usually on the mission or somehow involved is like a new fun guest star, like almost every episode, especially in like season two and three. I feel like it becomes a really fun thing.
3: How many seasons are there?
2: There's like five, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I don't think I ever finished season five because some bad things happen. (gasps) (sighs) Oh no! Can I just tell you? (laughs) Does Victor
0: Garber die? No, Vaughn dies. Oh, real wow! Sydney just is like heartbreak after heartbreak,
2: Um, and then. Also, Jennifer Garner gets pregnant in real life, mm-hmm. so they can't really have her going on missions. <laughs> so then they had to, like, bring in, like, five new characters that were agents, and, like, they go do spy stuff, and Sydney just stays home. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem yeah, as Yeah, that's
2: not great. It was kind of rough. Yeah. That's also, bad. by then, like, J.J. Abrams was long gone, and I was, like, you know, uh, lost.
1: Mm-hmm. True.
2: So,
0: um, Did he um, leave this show to Damon Lindelof like he does every time? Kind of like how Ryan Murphy leaves all his shows to Brad Falchuk. I think
2: probably, but like...
0: But I know Damon Lindelof was also involved in the beginning of Lost, too, so... Yeah, I kind of feel like
2: maybe... Maybe at the beginning, but then I feel like he's more on Lost. And Alias just got past too yeah. But yeah, by season four, it kind of goes way downhill. Mm-hmm. But like one, two, and three are great.
0: Yeah, that can happen with the show. That's why yeah. I'm so happy for the people of the Good Place that they're ending the show on their own terms this season. That's good. Yeah.
3: Is um, is J J is JJ Abrams directing the new Star Wars?
0: Mm, I think so.
3: Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll we'll see how it is. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna throw in some weird J J Abrams thing. My thing is that if he makes, which I feel like he's probably going to do, if he makes Rey, Luke's daughter, uh-huh. it's going to really piss me off. Because the whole point, to me, the point of Star Wars is, like, it's the idea that the, like, the force is everywhere. like
0: Yeah. Which I think that, uh, is that Ryan Johnson did episode eight? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think that he did a good job of showing that at the end of eight, eight with that kid that, like, he yeah. forced the broom over.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have to be it's like
0: genetic yeah Yeah. you
3: you don't have to be like special necessarily like you could just be like a regular like luke and han and leia were just kind of kind of these regular people who just happen to have you know i mean han like you know he's the most beloved character arguably and he doesn't have any force Mm -hmm. abilities really yeah um and it's yeah and so i don't want them to make it this whole like family like
0: yeah like it's uh, you know like a royalty yeah exactly like the the
3: idea of creating new characters and creating a new saga is like to let them be new and like that's what i think actually one of the best things about the prequels is that there were a lot of new characters that were yeah more or less entirely unrelated from like the skywalker family other than just being in that universe like (laughs)
1: Charge our banks <laughs>
3: okay fine <laughs> fine fine like Mace Windu like there were other characters that were you know and I, and I don't want it to just be exclusively tied to like Luke Skywalker because it's like we get it like he's Luke Skywalker yeah. So, I don't know. I th- That's the thing I'm worried about that J.J. Abrams is going to do, but we'll see.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen any of those movies, but that sounds like a thing that he would definitely do. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's
3: kind of what, that's, that's yeah, <laughs> that's the impression I've gotten, so.
2: Yeah, I think he really likes to always have it be connected to some weird family member you thought was dead. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see.
2: Oh, I love it, though. Yeah. But the finale of this season is like one of my all-time favorite episodes of television. Nice. Wow. So good. Nice, so.
0: well, we'll have to buy that one on Amazon as well and watch it.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's just... I've, I think I've already told you all of it. but. <laughs> <laughs> so good i've never been more shocked (laughs) what
3: would our alias spinoff podcast be
0: alias allies no No, i don't like that um spy
2: friends (laughs) spy friends
0: (laughs) that sounds like a spy kids uh podcast
2: it does um
0: I would love to just interview all of the cast of Spy Kids about their experiences on a show called Spy Friends. That would be fun.
2: <laughs> that was really fun. Spy
0: Kids?
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, I've never seen Spy Kids. What? <laughs> I was already like in high school when it came out. Yeah, so that's, true. That's it's still true. fun though. It's you good.
0: should watch them with Margo. Oh,
2: yes. That'd
0: yeah. be fun. In a couple years maybe.
2: Um. So yeah, I always just, I don't know for the five minutes that Gerard Depardieu was a really big deal Um, (laughs) he did this like funny or die video where he was auditioning for a bunch of American movies as the villain Mm -hmm. and one of them like one of them was Bridesmaids and he's like Bridesmaids none of you get the bouquet (laughs) (laughs) and then for Spy Kids he was just like Spy Kids
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, I've been Harper. You can find me on the internet at harping about uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and whatnot. Letterboxed. And um, something I've been enjoying in media this week, outside of Ethan Hawke, is Harry Styles' new song. Well, by this point, it'll be a pretty old song, uh, but Harry Styles' single "Lights Out." And also the accompanying music video. Very good. Woodwreck. Nice. Yeah.
3: Nice. Uh, I'm Jonathan Zavalletta. You can find me on Instagram at John Zavalletta. Um, thing I've been enjoying in media this week. I guess I'm going to say by osmosis. Um british bake-off because <laughs> you watching it so
0: nice yeah this was a yeah Oof, we're getting towards the end it's tense
3: it never gets easier no but i got to say got. goodbye to
0: you know, that's what yeah. that's what i was. no say. spoilers don't spoil it for lauren are you what are you up to date
2: i am are you guys oh
0: yeah we yeah we're up to date
2: okay um when they wore ties <laughs> in honor of henry
0: yeah that was so precious It's beautiful yeah <laughs> Oh man, I loved Henry. He was so good. Also, do you remember when we all thought Henry and Alice were dating? But then Alice posted on Instagram of a bunch of photos of her with him, and then she was like a brother from another mother, and we were like, oh
2: okay. <laughs> I missed all of that. Oh yeah. It
0: was a roller coaster of emotion.
2: Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, well I'm Lauren and you can find me at BresnaGram on Instagram. And I've been really enjoying uh, the new podcast, Dolly Parton's America. How oh, fun. Um, if you love Dolly Parton, you'll definitely love this podcast. Cool. <laughs> They're just kind of talking about, like, her, and they interviewed her, too. So, like, she's on it. And um, just, like, sort of how I think their te- their description is something about how, like, she started as like a poor girl from Tennessee and then was kind of a joke for a long time. And now is like finally being recognized as like one of the greatest songwriters of all time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's good. And, and they talk about just like how interesting, like how diverse her fan base is. Like mo- might be the most diverse fan base of all time. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's That's fun fun. Cause it's like people who love country music. Um, moms and daughters, the gay community, it's like everyone, yeah, um, also she's just the funniest, most beautiful human,
0: yeah, she's great,, yeah. not to bring it up for the millionth time, but joyful noise, love that movie, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah there's yeah. a long reads article sitting in my th- list of things to read about Dolly Parton. Yeah, something about a fan I don't know
0: um my not my actual uncle but I call him Uncle Jim he has a show coming out on Netflix in a couple months I think Um, that's like an anthology show based on Dolly Parton songs
2: Huh. that is really fun
0: yeah so I think that's going to be good keep an eye out for that I forget what it's called but I'm sure it'll you know show up on your Netflix menu (laughs) (laughs) Um yeah, okay. So you can follow the show Hawkeyes on twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all the places Facebook, all the places at Hawkeyes Pod. No. (laughs) No. Um, Snapchat. No. TikTok. Uh TikTok, yeah, you can find us on TikTok.
3: Uh no. The MySpace. No.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, so you can find us at Hawkeyes Pod and any of those places that I mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) and um uh yeah rate and review please help us (laughs) subscribe yeah subscribe tell your friends just do all the things that are nice things to do for the podcast you like um all right well thanks for joining us lauren
2: anytime man
0: i loved it it's been very fun and real and i appreciate your alias expertise Finally, someone.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, bye, y'all. Cool.
3: This episode was produced by Harper Thompson and myself, Jonathan Zavalletta. It was edited by Harper Thompson and our intro music, Hawk Song, is written and recorded by Connor Vance.